if you're like me, you've dreamt of becoming an accomplished musician and the satisfaction it can bring you. But there's hidden traps in the path to creating a musician's dream sound placed by ill-informed tutors and some online and real-world educators. We are forced to answer hard questions like how to grow as amateur musicians using time learning our craft intelligently, or how to achieve pristine musical sound quality without sacrificing wasted dollars. Finally, those questions and more can be answered after 20 years of research, trial and error. Follow this podcast while I expose missing pieces of the musical puzzle to take you from hours of musical frustration to feeling the excitement of musical excellence. You can join the journey on musicsecretsexposed.com I'm your host, Sylvia, and you're listening to the Music Secrets Exposed podcast. Hey, hope you're doing good. As I record this podcast, it is May of 2021. All this week, I have been focusing on this key golden nugget of knowledge that I wish I knew as a musical student. And that is this idea of flow state or what is also known as peak state. I hear it very little mentioned in musical circles. I have seen it mentioned in business circles. I have seen it spoken about in athletics, sports circles. But when it comes to music, I don't hear about it too much. Now, in episode 75, if you go back that far, you will hear the definition of what I believe flow state or peak state is. In 76, I mentioned some of the tips and techniques, some of the information that you can access to learn more about what the flow state is and how to get into it. And I also mentioned some of the problems that can happen when you're trying to achieve this flow state. In episode 77, I told you about a key solution that can help you if you've done everything right, if you've done, as I call it, all your homework, and you still can't get that musical sound you you dream of. In episode 77, I cover a very interesting solution there. Now, in today's episode, episode 78, I want to just speak about the spiritual component, which for me is a very important part of my life, but in connection to achieving this flow state. In my opinion, and it's only my opinion, but I believe that you can't express music to its full God-given potential without that spiritual component. Now, I know I'm speaking to a huge audience here and I'm not going to come at it from a religious point of view when I talk about spirituality. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about spirituality in relation to achieving flow or peak state. When we look at what we are called human beings, it's quite interesting because the root words in Greek of human, it means earthed and being means divine. Now, to me, that's very interesting because if you look at the divine context of us as human beings on this planet, it means that we are earthed here in the planet, but also we have this spiritual thing that we try and understand in a multitude of different ways. So for me, when I talk about spirituality, I'm talking about the innate breath that we have literally no control over. If we don't breathe, we die. If we do breathe, we live. You're here because you are breathing. It's kind of something that's done for you when you think about it. You don't think about it. 
In a musical sense, when we think of the breath, it's a very, very important aspect to musicality. In music, for those of you who are just starting out, there's a thing called a musical phrase. And it's like, in simple terms, in layman's terms, I can call it a musical sentence. There is a beginning and an end to a musical phrase. A bit like a full stop comes at the end of a musical phrase or a comma when you're reading English and you take a breath in to keep going when you're reading. In musical terms, the breath is critical because if you ever observe high advanced level musicians that are playing in a flow state, you will see that they're breathing with the phrasing of the music. They're, now notice they're breathing. To me, that is a spiritually connected component. If you've listened to the previous episodes this week, I mentioned about this heart-brain connection that the Heart Math Institute and Greg Braden, a scientist, have spoken about it in depth. And music happens to trigger that brain-heart connection, that communication. When you understand the effect that breath can have in triggering your triggering your body in new ways, you realize that as a musician, it becomes so critical to understanding the ebb and flow of music. Last weekend, I was listening to a lot of music on YouTube, just digging around, just to seeing what's new, what's, you know, current. I This is part of my life, so I have to keep up with what's going on. I came across a number of videos by Hauser, who's a Croatian cellist who's getting a lot of media attention at present and to be honest for good reason as I've said in a previous episode he just goes into this persona when he plays the cello and particularly when he's playing classical concerts in particular you will notice very much his breath is in synchronicity with the movement of his music across the cello as he's moving the bow across the cello to me you can't be a musician if you don't understand that breathing is as important as phrasing is to music. What I mean is that you utilize your breath to trigger as a trigger to try and get into that flow, get into the ebb and flow of music. The more you listen to the piece of music you're trying to master, played by experts in the field, the more that you engage in that context, you will realize that you'll start to see there's there's a, a movement, there's an ebb and a flow. And if you listen to the piece that you're trying to master a lot by professionals, you'll start to realize how they're creating their sound. And then what you do when you understand that, you'll bring in your own uniqueness into the mix. One way to understand your breath or to get in touch with your breath as a musician is to perhaps buy a flute like a quenna flute or in Ireland of course where I am you'd maybe buy a tin whistle. I actually did it myself as a child and it really gives you a great understanding of the importance of breath and phrasing. Another way to really trigger this is singing. Sing with the piece of music that you're trying to master even if there's no lyrics just sing with it. It's one of the ways that you will really innately get in touch with what you're trying to produce. Get into it, make the sound, become vocal. What can happen 
as musicians because we're busy playing music on the cello or the piano or whatever. The instrument is our voice, if you will. But when you're practicing, if you actually use your voice and start breathing and singing with the melody line of whatever the piece that you're trying to play is, it will help you hugely to really get in touch with what you're trying to produce, the dream sound that you're dreaming of when you listen to your recordings. There are so many ways that we can use as musicians to trigger ourselves to achieve that dream sound. I know for many of us, it can be disappointing when we hear a recording of ourselves, we can see all the lack that's in our music because there is just a missing part in it. And for many of us, we can't figure it out. But if we start using the tips that I'm telling you, it can hugely improve the sound quality of what we're producing. You know, you often hear the story of the carpenter that blames his tools. Well, very often we're the tool, we're the musician. So we're the ones that we've got to deal with, meaning we've got to look at ourselves to see what way are we inside of ourselves. Is there some form of limitation in us? And through utilizing the breath, and you can do this through meditation, you can do it through singing, you can get involved in choirs, you can play wind instruments, you can use applications that online will back you um, as a backing track while you're trying to get an understanding of this breath and how important it is to music as a whole. This is only meant to be an opening of a door for you to explore more. And when you're trying to achieve the flow state, there's many aspects to it. It isn't just one simple thing that you do. But I guarantee you that if you go back to episode 75 and you take a few points of what I'm telling you, it will set you on the right path to achieving your dream sound. I know it. I've done it myself. I hope you find this information valuable. So tune in tomorrow where I'll tell you just one more critical component of achieving your dream sound. Talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for taking time out of your day today to listen to my podcast. I hope it's of true value to you. Feel free to reach out to me on my blog at blog.musicsecretsexposed.com. You can also find me on all the major social media channels. Hope to see you there.